Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell. I'm Angela Fazio, and we are we have an amazing guest today. Like literally, Kristen and I were talking about it this morning and all the way here. And it's <laughs> Olivia McNally. Yes, and today we're gonna be talking about changing the dysfunctional cycles for a better future. So Olivia, get us started and tell us a little bit about yourself. Dysfunctional cycles. This is like right up my alley. Are you kidding me? Right? Like that's been my life for 41 years. Complete dysfunction. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for having me, ladies. It's really fun connecting with other women in business and moms, right? And that's what I'm all about. So yes, real estate is my, you know, quote unquote, nine to five, um, but it's not a nine to five. We all know that. And real estate is really just the vehicle that has brought me to the point in my life in which I recognize that I'm really here to help women, women who desire to, you know, get and do something that they really, really want in life. So a little bit about myself. I'm a Bay Area native. I grew up water skiing. I'm a water skier. So I grew up water skiing on the San Mateo Lagoon. Fun fact, only waterway between San Francisco and San Jose, California, in which you can actually water ski on is the San Mateo Lagoon. Um, and I have two little boys. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And so besides real estate, I'm super busy with being a full-time mom as well. Um, I married my high school sweetheart. Uh, we met sophomore year at Burlingame High School and uh, we've been married, we'll be married nine years this year. So that's really fun as well. But, you know, real estate kind of just fell in my lap like nine years ago. And I was working for the government for seven years prior to real estate. So really different world. Um, I held a secret clearance in the government and I just felt every day going to work like I wasn't getting that true inner value that I knew I wanted, right? And so I had to figure out what that was for me. Um, and really, it came to helping other people. Like, I love helping other people. Real estate's been really, really fun. And of course, I'm still doing it full time as a team leader. Um, but really, my motive right now is helping other women. So I am putting together a mompreneur panel um, in May, and I'm super excited about that. And I'm about collaboration. I'm about bringing these women into a room and collaborating. I want tears. I want raw value, right? Like I, I think too many people, especially in this industry of real estate, think we all need to take a step back and stop the bullshit, right? Like that is the biggest problem I think I have with a lot of people in real estate, especially women. I'm not your competitor. You are not my competitor, right? Let's all do this together and let's build each other up. And there's not enough of that happening. And so it's a mission of mine to make it start happening a whole lot more. 
as much as I possibly can. Well, I think well, it's I think awesome it's that awesome you thought of, thought of real estate as a vehicle pretty early on, um, because I feel like a lot of people don't have that light bulb moment um, for sometimes ever. But when you really do look at as real estate as the vehicle, then you really do get to show up and do what you're passionate about, whatever your passion project is. For you, it's helping women. For other people, I've heard so many different awesome things and how real estate allows them to do that. Yeah, and if you go back to your um, your idea about I'm not your competitor, you know, unfortunately, I think as I get older, I thought it was just real estate. It's not. It's just people. <laughs> so what I, I love about, yeah, what I love about real estate, though, is at some level, you can create your own bubble at some level. You can decide, you know, who are the people who are in relationship with you for the right reasons in order to add on to your life and not take away from your life. And you can create that especially you can do that with your clients. You can do that with your team members. And I, like you, I share a passion for helping women. I absolutely love that real estate can help. I don't do clients anymore, but other women who want to fill in the blank because mm -hmm. with real estate, you can, I want to fill in the blank. You can get it done through real estate, especially as a mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And I really love collaborating with women in all different businesses. Right. So so for me, yeah, I go to a lot of these, uh, you know, panels, but it's all very real estate driven. And for me, this panel that I'm doing next month, it's about bringing women from all walks of life, from all different business backgrounds. Right. Because we all share so many similar struggles, but I think all of our individual stories can help the next person. And that's a beautiful thing. Right. This is a fucking hard life. Right. Being a mom, being a business owner, wearing the hat of a wife, if you're married, like this is no bullshit. This is hard. I remember when I first met you ladies, I think I had just dropped my kid off at school and he had like spilled juice all over the car and I was drowning in juice. And I was like, oh, my God, I have a showing in 30 minutes. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, but this is real life. This is every single day, right? There's, I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning to a grumpy two-year-old every single day. I'm like, this is so awesome. I signed up for this shit. Like, what is this? <laughs> I tell my kids stuff like that all the time. I say, do you think I'm choosing to yeah. be around this attitude that you've got? No, this is not my idea of a good time. I actually like really remember our first phone call, even though it was so long ago now, but I literally can see you in the car and you were just like, every other word was the F word and you were like spilling shit and it was, it was so good. And you know what? It's exactly what this podcast is about. We do not like at all when people show up and they have no problems, no you know, their business is perfect. Their kids are perfect. For the majority of our guests, everyone's a shit show. And it, the yeah, more honest you real. can be about it, it's, it just makes everyone else feel like, oh, good. Like, it's not just me, yeah. you mm -hmm. know? Absolutely. 100%. And I mean, I think that's really what I'm trying to build here in this community, right? Is that just raw depth of truth of what it's like to be a mom and a business owner and juggle all of these things that we have every single day, because it's not easy. And I'm not taking away from, I always say this, right? I'm not taking away from the stay at home mom. 
bless their heart because they have a job that I would never I couldn't do it. Like, no I couldn't fucking do it. Are you kidding me? Like, no way. I would lose my shit. I'd be buried in the background. Like, <laughs> seriously, I would be buried by the time my husband got home if I had to do it for one week. I have this year is the first year. It sounds crazy. But this is the first year that I have the realization that I have two kids for a week by myself for spring break. And it occurred to me a week ago. I've had the calendar for a year since the start of school. And it occurred to me a week ago and I went, oh, my God, I don't have a nanny anymore. Like, what (laughs) am I going to do? Right. So what did I do? I called my mom and I was like, hey, can you take some vacation time from work? Because we're going on a plane to San Diego and you're going to help me take care of these two little shits. Um, And that's exactly what's happening. We're headed down to San Diego for a few days to go to Legoland. And uh, thank God for my mom, right? I know it sounds terrible. It's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. My my assistant's like, have a great time in San Diego. And I'm like, a great time? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> well, you're, you're at a, you are at two and five. It's and they're two boys. Like it is so wild. Like every day is just so chaotic. Cause mine are, mine are a year and a half apart, six and eight now. But when you're talking about that, I'm just like, Oh, the plane ride. And the, like, it's a lot. And the stuff you got to carry. So your mom has to come. <laughs> is she coming? Oh, she's absolutely coming. Yeah. I bought her a plane ticket. I was like, mom, you have to take the days off of work. We have to go and do this. Um, so, you know, I'm going to put a happy face on, but I'm going to come home exhausted. And, and I think people don't understand that because it's not like I'm leaving and I get to check out, right? As a business owner, we don't check out. We are on all the time. And that's on all the time. So you've got it's the stuff. double. It's the mm-hmm. double whammy, right? Uh, so yeah, that's I think that's part of really my mission and goal with the mompreneur group is really making sure that other women are heard and they feel understood, and we can all come together just like you ladies are doing. I'm bringing a community of of badass women together, so we all understand we're not alone because it can be a really lonely feeling if you allow yourself to go there. I love that. So I read something in your your questionnaire and you had described um, how elated you are with the success that that you have attained, um, Mm -hmm. that you've been blessed with, um, kind of reflecting back on, I think I got this right. I hope I didn't mess it up about your your growing up, not having any money and, you know, living in apartments. And was that you? Am I getting that right? Yeah. So my mom was early twenties when she had me, she was 20 when she was pregnant with me, 21 as a single mom. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I was just telling my assistant this morning who doesn't have children and has just been married for a short while. Uh, I said to her, you know, it took me having children to call my mom and thank her because I can't imagine being 21 single with a baby. Um, I was in my mid thirties with a husband who was very hands-on and a wonderful father. Um, but, you know, I grew up single mom. Um, she's been married and divorced, bless her heart, three times. So I've been through three divorces with her, two divorces with my father. Um, I'm a product of a lot of divorce and I've seen a lot of shit, right? Like I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, and my mission and goal when I had children 
was to ensure that they never felt the pain of not having stability. I never wanted them to feel like they didn't have a home to come into. So I worked my tail off for many years and saved every penny and lived in this little 1960 shack of an apartment when I was newly engaged with my husband and um, newly engaged with my fiance, now husband. And I remember the summers were brutally hot and we had two AC units running. And every time I would get a paycheck, I would just put it in the bank and say, we're doing this because we know one day we're going to be able to buy a home. We're going to be able to do something that we've never done before. I was first generation of many generations that went to college, graduated from college with honors. And I'm just trying to create a different world for my boys, right? So I want my boys to grow up and I want them to go, wow, mom was badass. And thank you so much for giving me that one thing, stability. Coming home to a stable home in which mom and dad are here. And even if mom and dad aren't here, it's a home of love, right? It's a home in which we feel safe and loved all the time. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Actually, a thought that I haven't had before is, so I, my family's, my husband and I were both divorced once before we came together. And so there's kids from his first marriage, a kid from my first marriage. We have one together and then we adopted two. Mm-hmm. And the, the, my son that I had, my husband and I got together when he was only one. So he has total stability. He feels it. Mm-hmm. Our son together has total stability. Our oldest daughter feels total stability. I don't know how she got it. She just, I think she's wired that way. The next one, I don't know. Not, not really. Not really. Feels the disruption of of divorce. The two adopted ones are still struggling because they started with no stability to believe that they have it now. That's how important what you're building with your children are, you know, because how important it is. Because that stability thing for people has so many. If you can feel like you've grown up, my 18-year-old has been comfortable in his own skin since the day he came out of my vagina. And yeah. I don't even know anybody else who is that comfortable with himself. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, it's, you know, I watch it with my two-year-old. My two-year-old, we've been very fortunate. You know, I've been able to have a nanny for him for the first two years of his life. So, in and out of my home office and he's been able to see me multiple times a day and I spend those few short 15 minutes of lunch with him every once in a while or whatever it may be, right? Well, we disrupted his little two-year-old life and put him into preschool. And the teacher I know well because it was our first son's preschool teacher and she said to me, he is one of the only two-year-olds I know that has gone two years with a full-time nanny and has very, very graciously kind of come into his own world here in preschool because of the stability at home. Yep. And and when I heard that, I was like, so what I am doing in this craziness that we have every single day is working at some level. Um, whereas I was moved from, you know, house to house and very unstable upbringing until my mom married 
uh, her third husband, who is still very much my dad and raised me since I was six. And and we're all, I mean, talk about dysfunction, right? If this is the topic of this conversation, um, how dysfunctional is this, that my mom and her third husband have now been divorced for 12 years, yet are still best friends, right? And so it's kind of interesting to see that dysfunction can actually result into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about something that doesn't seem dysfunctional at all, and that's your business. Yes, because everything looks good on paper, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let's actually start with you guys. She is amazing. Her first year, she did $20 million in production. That is, like, mind-blowing to me. And I I love how you were, like, basically when you started making a lot of money, you were like, wait a minute. And you didn't tell your husband for weeks, right? Well, I think that was the year that you were sick or something happened. You talk about it. Yeah, you, you know tell your us. <laughs> yeah, you know, without getting too far into the weeds. Um, so I've been doing this for about nine years. I started on a team. And I'll be very, very, very honest with you. When I did that first year at 20 million closed, I had no idea why people kept saying to me, like, oh, my God, you're such a rock star. I was like really? Like I'm just doing what I naturally do. I just go, right? Like somebody gives me the baton and I just freaking run. So it took me about five years in real estate until I started building my own team and having agents on my team that were new to the industry to realize like, oh my God, okay, 20 million your first year is actually kind of, right? So yeah, I, you know, What happened was a few years ago, uh, I had probably my best year yet. And there was a number that I had always said, if I, if I hit this number, I will feel as if I have achieved something amazing in the business. Right. But this has kind of been my downfall and motto, my whole career, my first year, when I hit this, my second year, when I hit this, I'm going to go into a designer purse store and I'm going to buy myself something special. I would literally walk into those designer purse stores and I would walk out because I was like, I cannot justify spending X amount of dollars on these purses. Right. And so every milestone I hit for years and years and years, I never, I never celebrated. I never took that moment to celebrate and to look within and be like, wow, you did it right? So the year that I had this, this success on paper, I remember my accountant sent me the numbers, the year end numbers. And I almost fell out of my chair. And I was like, oh my God. Well, mind you, my husband had been in a near fatal car accident. I was pregnant with my second baby. I had a three-year-old at home. And I was just going. I wasn't paying attention to the numbers. I was just doing what I was naturally good at. And so I didn't tell my husband for a few weeks, but I knew that he was going to find out because he had to sign the tax document. <laughs> and like, right? like, I got to tell him. So I told him, and of course, his eyes were like as big as a grapefruit was like, how do you feel? And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. And he's like, why are you so weird about success? Like you did this. Why are you being so weird about this? And so 
what that did is it caused me to do some real internal work. It, it caused me to really do that internal work of trying to figure out why I have this kind of boundary with myself and I don't allow myself to celebrate these amazing wins as a woman, as a mom, as a business owner. And that really goes back to childhood stuff, right? And so I feel as if when these things happen, whether it's, you know, you're not celebrating your wins or you're having, you know, whatever it is, you have to look within. And, and I'm really good at doing that, is looking within and, and then figuring out how to celebrate. So I did go out. I bought myself a ring from my jeweler who was going out of business because I never buy anything unless it's on sale. Nothing wrong with that. My jeweler was going out of business. And so I walked in and of course I bought the ring that was 50% less than the ring I I actually got. And she looked at me and she goes, Olivia, seriously, this is the ring you're choosing. It's 60% off. I'm going out of business. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to take this. And then I went home and I put it in the box and I stuck it in the safe. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And I called her and I said, give me the big mama. I'm coming back. And, <laughs> and uh, I love that. And I got that ring. And that ring is a ring that I wear when I door knock, when I do open houses, when I go on listing appointments. And why? Because it signifies success for me. It signifies and defines the fact that I got through one of the most challenging years of my life. And I did it. I love it. I love that yep. story. I love that story. That's a, and, and well told. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's part of like Give the impact the of your story. Mama. <laughs> that's awesome. You're so much fun. I wish yes. we could have you on all the time. Oh, yes. I, love and- I love you. I'm coming to Arizona. We're drinking mimosas in your yeah. studio. You come here. I'm coming there in September. Hey! You're the best friend. You drink mimosas. I'll either drink Chardonnay or bourbon. Yeah. Or bourbon. <laughs> okay. So I say mimosas, but it's actually no orange juice for me, right? So I'll I'll do whiskey on the rocks because if okay, friend, here we I'm go. a whiskey drinker. <laughs> now we're having fun. Now we even like you more. It just keeps getting better. It does. It does. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. For yes. having me. I cannot wait to meet you both in person and. Seriously, thank you. Keep rocking it. Keep spreading the love and the collaboration of women. And anybody you know in the Bay Area that is looking to collaborate with real raw, please send them my way. Oh, and have so much fun at your event. Can't wait to see pictures. Thank you so much, ladies. Have a great week. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.